Abducted by a vampire motorcycle. What? We went down the rivers, we crossed the plains, over the mountains, we fought in streams. We went west. We trapped, we mined, we carved our names. With guns and axes, we sought our fame. Our destiny was manifest. And God help those who stood in the way of business progress. And the USA. USA. Oh, it's called I Bought a Vampire Motorcycle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, I was abducted. This is more compelling. <laughs> yeah, to look fully. Uh, oh, you don't say it's a low-budget 1990 comedy horror film about a motorcycle possessed by an evil spirit, so it's fucking Christine, which rides itself and kills people, particularly members of a particular motorcycle gang. It stars, It stars, rides itself? Like it makes a second version of it and uh, then the, it no. gets on top of it? I think mm-hmm. they should have said dri- drives itself. rides by itself, it says. Oh, also, okay. it's a loner. It's a renegade lone wolf. Mm-hmm. Rides it, yeah. Uh, stars uh, Neil Morrissey and Michael Elf Chick. And elf what? Elf chick. <laughs> elf chick. As a police inspector, Anthony Daniels as a priest. Why do I know Anthony Daniels' name? Is that like C three PO or something? Yep. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, Anthony Daniels, C three PO is the priest who's uh, attempts to exercise the bike's evil spirit. Well, let's see if you imagine the blood in the petrol tank, shall we? Mm-hmm. This is no good. I can't see. Let's wheel it into the light. Look, be careful. You. See? It doesn't want to go into the light. Rubbish. It's just stuck on something. Oh, a motorcycle gang kills an occultist with a crossbow during a satanic ritual, Sick. as you do on a Sunday in the park. Yeah. <laughs> One of the motorcycles is damaged during the ritual, and an evil spirit inhabits it. Naughty is then seen purchasing the bike from a dealer, but lies to his girlfriend Kim about the price. Proceeds to take it home and fix the damage caused by the crossbow alongside his friend named Buzzer. And Kim, they replace the fuel tank, and when Buzzer steals the petrol cap, the bike kills him via decapitation. So <laughs> oh my that's, God, dude. that's as far as I'm going to go into that synopsis. We're going to have to watch that. I like that he bought the motorcycle from a dealer. Like, there's a yeah, guy yeah, in a yeah. trench coat. Like, you want to yeah, buy yeah. a fucking eight ball of motorcycles? First, first ride's free. <laughs> Most good motorcycles run on gasoline. This is a bad motorcycle. It runs on blood. Unfortunately, the bike's previous owner is now dead. One and a half grand's a bit heavy for a crashed bike. Ah, the bike's not been crashed. The last owner didn't die on it. Had an accident with a crossbow. Nick Oddy is the machine's new legal owner, but he will never have true possession of it because it's already possessed by someone or something else. Perhaps he should have suspected something when his best friend was found horribly murdered. I have to tell you, it's not very pleasant. Perhaps he should have listened to his girlfriend when she warned him the bike was a killer. Well, where is it now, then? Well, how the hell should I know? It just drove off. What, all by itself? Yes. 
it roams the streets alone to satisfy its lust for blood. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Shit! Made of steel, forged in hell. No one is safe from the wheels of death. Beware, the vampire motorcycle could be right up your street. Fucking uh, what's the the show that only got a pilot and it never got picked up? It was like Jack Black uh, flew too close to the sun. He's a astronaut. So it's Fantastic Four, basically. Well, now he got back to Earth and like I want to say like at night he's like a normal dude, but when the sun comes up, uh, he's the smartest man in the world. Okay. He does the whole I know everything. Mm. Then but his all- head explodes. Finn. Yeah, but his his roommate played by Owen Wilson. Uh, comes to pick him up from NASA, wow. where he like he's like breaking out of NASA because they like want to do experiments on him, but he just wants to go home. So he like breaks out of the NASA building or whatever, and uh, Owen Wilson's like sitting on his motorcycle, ready to pick up Jack Black to go home. And uh, the NASA guys like try to shoot, I think shoot him with a laser gun or something. They miss Jack Black. Of NASA has lasers. They miss Jack Black. They hit Owen Wilson on a motorcycle. Owen Wilson turns into a motorcycle, and now he's a sentient motorcycle, <laughs> voiced by Owen Wilson. And Jack Black rides him around all over the place, trying to like solve crimes and shit. You have. Uh, <laughs> yep. Mm. Mm. It's fucking rad. Okay. I wish it would have got picked up well, for see, an actual at, show. At first, when you like said like Jack Black. Like was getting picked up by Owen Wilson on a motorcycle. I'm literally just picturing Dumb and Dumber, only Jim Carrey, and, uh, like swapped out. Like I was picturing like that kind of oh, motorcycle. A little tiny motor, yeah, yeah, a little uh, dirt bike. Or- just go, man. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but wow, that's fuck. There was some cocaine in that. Believe it. Room. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> Jesus. I don't know. I just like I said, watch the good old family chestnut blood sport. You know, which you know Frank Stu- Frank Dukes who's. Oh, totally yeah. real. Totally yep, real, man. Yep. Never got discredited by everybody. <laughs> but what's the other? What's the other guy that was like? Uh, they did a dollop about the guy. He was a karate guy, and he had like a lion. Oh yeah, like, I just listened to that one not too long ago. <laughs> like count, yeah, count was, something. Yeah, he's in Cleveland or something Some like shit. that. Yeah, I don't know. But I wanted to see like Frank Dukes fight that guy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> then fight <laughs> Steven Seagal, of course. Well, that's the <laughs> final boss. Anyway, that's enough bullshit. Uh, welcome back to How the West Was Fucked. How the West was fucked. And uh, so, Tony. What? Uh, you're going to love this fucking one. Uh, what do you know about Alfred Packer? Or Elf- Al- Alfred or Alfred? Alfred. Alfred? Also known as Alfred Packer, even to himself. Mm-hmm. Al- Alfred is the way it's... It's so. like apostrophe R-D? No, just, okay. just they transpose where the E and the R go in Alfred. So. Ah, got it. Alfred Packer. God, that name sounds familiar. It's, Have we talked we, about him before? Oh, lots. Lots. That's what I thought. I know the name. I don't know why the fuck I know his name. Alfred Packard. <laughs> Packer. Packer. Yeah, not Packard. Not like the car. Oh, like, I, okay. I know, my I know brain, you're, I know my you're going to the car. car yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, nope, not the car. Okay, Packer. I don't know. Cool. All you're right. You're going to hate this motherfucker. All right. So we'll just start <laughs> it off with the Comic Sans. Yep. And... That uh, lovely, lovely NPR <laughs> smoothie bar- baritone. So this might might tip it off. The word cannibal comes from carib or cannib, a warlike tribe that Columbus encountered in his first trip to the Americas. 
So Whitey has been afraid of natives ever since that. Well, you eat a guy and... They should have. They should have ate Columbus. They should have started there. I'm sure, they wish they had to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, 1848, the Fremont Expedition. This is the one without Kit Carson. Uh, they got lost going through the San Juan Mountains in Colorado, and the Sangre de Cristos were Pike. Got, where Pike got lost. Uh, they were led by Bill Williams, not uh, Kit Carson, and ten of their men died of the 33, and some survived by eating the others. Oh no. And when you said where Pike got lost, you mean Zeb Pike, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay, not not Mountain Jack Pike. No, yeah, no. He doesn't get lost. <laughs> uh, 20 years after that, we have Alfred Packer, the human hyena. No. I, wow, I didn't run into that sobriquet in any of my research. Oh, by the sense. way, Manimal, big hit. No. Oh, yes. <laughs> Speaking of human hyenas. <laughs> Uh, so 1858 was the Pikes Peak Gold Rush. Pikes Peak or bus, that's what you'd ride yeah. on your wagon. So is it Pikes Peak or show me your titties? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ask grass or pass? Yeah. Uh, didn't quite Let get me rolling. Let bust. <laughs> uh, till after the war, the Comstock load in Nevada hit, and then people remembered that there was silver in Colorado, too. Oh, shit. Like, they let, you know, they put it somewhere for safekeeping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In October 1873, the Denver Tribune ran a piece about the silver and being in the San Juan Mountains. And at that time, Packer was living in Salt Lake City, but he did uh, spend some time in Colorado, he said. Mm-hmm. But He said. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, as we'll later learn, uh, all indications are probably not. Oh, that's some real Frank, <laughs> Frank Dukes fucking bullshit. Oh, absolutely. And Steven Seagal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I Packer was... Born uh, November 12th, 1842. Uh, his dad actually lived until 1902. Uh, his dad did? Yep, so he gets to see all this. His oh, dad died he must at have been 96. so fucking proud. <laughs> <laughs> it was a local record at the time. Uh, he's born in Pennsylvania and then moved to Indiana. He learned skills in leatherworking and making shoes. Okay. And maybe one day he'll be made into a pair of shoes like, mm. like George Parrott. Like yeah. George Parrott, yeah. Uh, April 1862, he joins the Union Army in Winona, Minnesota, and her big brown beaver. Only reasonable thing he's done his whole life. Mm-hmm. No, it turns out it's not reasonable because. Well, uh, after that, he gets a, his tattoo with his name. Well, I didn't know about that. Yeah. So his and his name is misspelled Alfred okay. Packer. <laughs> so it's possible that he didn't know how to spell his own name or mm-hmm. just didn't care. Or and, and went by Alfred. Well, uh, conservation piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we've talked about it on we the have. show, right? Yeah. Con- Try to get conversation piece tattooed on his chest, and they fucked up because they're all hammered. <laughs> so now he has con- conservation piece. Yep. But no, well, in this, you can talk about the first discharge, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. So, well, he gets guard duty at Camp Thomas in Chicago, which they called 80 Acres of Hell, because mm. it was the POW camp for the for the South. So uh, later, Packer would uh, claim that he got typhoid there, which caused his epilepsy. No, you just had which epilepsy. Which is more, more bullshit, but he just always had epilepsy. And they'll find, uh, uh, you know, when they go through all these camps and stuff, and all the struggles of him flopping around the, the woods and stuff, they'll see evidence of that. I'm surprised they weren't like, every time you went into an epileptic seizure, they were like, oh, it's fucking, you've got devils in his blood. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Beat him with a cross. So he gets kicked out for epilepsy, and uh, then he goes to Iowa and re-enlists. 
because that's what you just did. Yeah, well, if the, you're 15 and want to join the the emails were a lot slower back then. Mm-hmm. He enlists again, and he claims to have served with George Armstrong Custer, which was another lie. Oh, for sure. This guy's a great liar too. Uh, he was sent to Nashville, where he's docked pay for stealing from citizens there, and then again kicked out for epilepsy. <laughs> so he kind of drifts around. He was in, said he was in Colorado in the late 1860s. He lost parts of two fingers while prospecting for gold. Oh. <laughs> so that they later identify him with that. Whoops, where the hell did I put those? I can't remember. Mm-hmm. And 1871, he moves into Utah and worked at a copper mining until he was sickened by lead poisoning. Well, he's just a smart and lucky guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he later tries to get uh, compensation from the... Uh, well, actually, he does get compensation from the Union Army for the stuff he gets at, at the camp, too, oh. at, at guard duty. Okay. Oh, the typhoid. I thought he was the gonna ty- like, the sue ty- the Army for lead poisoning for when he's copper mining. There's another teen movie. It's like, the typhoid I got at guard duty. <laughs> <laughs> the motorcycle vampire I bought from the flea market or whatever the fuck <laughs> So he suffers from lead poisoning and feels bad about himself, but he gets better. Uh, and then he hears of the strikes in the San Juan Mountains in 1873. Uh, Bob McGrew and George Tracy were in the area of Salt Lake City. They were hauling freight and not making much money, so they decided to, decided to join a company going to San Juan co- country. And one day uh, at camp, a man just shows up. He wanted to go with, but had no money. But he said, I can guide you because I used to live there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. And as we just seen, there's no fucking evidence of that whatsoever. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so this was Packer. Uh, McGrew agreed to grub stake him $50 for his help as a guide. Oh, great. We, we, we need an experienced trail hand with us. <laughs> How about $50? Mm-hmm. Uh, 19 men leave the 1st of November, which is the absolute... Wrong time to go. Exactly. Well, there's that. You know, the experienced guy didn't try to dissuade him at all. Also, the experienced guy showed up with, I don't even, did he have even a pistol at that point? He didn't have a fucking rifle. No. He's... Which would indicate you don't spend a lot of time in the woods. Oh, Jesus. Your shit is weak with a pistol. <laughs> they pick up two men more uh, along the way. One of them was Preston Nutter. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, he thought the men were ill-equipped for the journey, but the rest didn't seem to care. Yeah, Preston Nutter, as it's going to turn out, is... One of the smart people in this whole debacle. With a name like that, you'd have yeah. to like get your shit together early in your <laughs> yeah, life. Yeah. So that was a 400-mile trip that they figured would only take 29 days to get there. Oh, Boys. sure. Mm-hmm. In fucking de- November, December. Yep. Yeah. Maybe if you had a car. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. So they follow the old Spanish trail south, and they cross the Green River. And according to Oliver Lutzenheiser... Packer seemed to be lying and knowing about which direction to go. <laughs> uh, by then, Lutzenheiser and others really started to dislike Packer. Rumors were that Packer just got out of jail for hanging out at a brothel. I mean, pa- that doesn't seem like such a big crime in this day and age, but... Well, it was not Utah, probably. Oh, yeah, time. I forgot Utah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Packer's voice was also described as high-pitched and whiny. Oh, awesome. fucking, this guy's a catch, dude. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> shit. Well, and also, like, you know, we got his $50 grub steak, but he kept on, like, asking people for food. He was, like, begging for the begging from people on the party that oh, you're traveling God. with. Dude. And, and also, he's always asking, how much money does that guy have, you think? Yeah. And stuff like what that. The and fuck? also, when he did get, like, a portion of, like, rations, like, if they had, like, you know, killed something, he was, like, a very greedy eater, like, eat more than his share, even though he's contributing nothing. He's what just one, he's one of these guys, you know? Also, like, I was thinking about um, hanging out in a brothel in Utah. 
and then getting locked up for it. Have you ever have you been to those bars in Utah where you have to bring your own booze in? No. Do you think the fucking whorehouse you got to bring your own like <laughs> like person person? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just a glorified motel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so nobody likes Packer for some reason. No, why? He's a peach. Uh, McGrew is still kind of halfway friends with him and bunks with him, so he sees all his epileptic uh, seizures there. They get to the Green River and look for a crossing, but it was too deep. Uh, so they dismantled the wagons and ferried them over. Yeah. Uh, there became clear to everybody that Packer didn't know the route. Only, only 100 miles in. <laughs> then uh, Nutter and Lotzenheiser, uh, they scout the river to find a crossing. They're like, fuck you, and we're, yeah. we're doing this. Hey, we're competent. Let us uh, sully forth and <laughs> perhaps not all die out here. Uh, they also lose the trail in the snow. And uh, actually, then sometimes they would actually find an Indian or two and pay them to guide them for a mm-hmm. while. But they're smart, and they'd only it's like oh, we're only taking you this far. Yeah, I don't want to get that far away from I don't know food, shelter, and mm-hmm. you know. they even think about eating horse. But in January twenty fifth, almost three months later after they left, which is supposed to take twenty nine days, they were surrounded by whooping and yelling Indians decked out in war paint. Oh no! Oh, shit. Which is translation is the a couple women and kids from a village yeah, were right. gathering sticks in a clearing and they happened upon them and got e- terrified. E- either that or it's like they've been on the trail so long it's now it's 1954 and they try they yeah, yeah. they ended up on the movie set for some fucking like, piece of shit western blazing saddles. <laughs> <laughs> but it was the Utes and uh, Chief Ure, so he could speak Spanish well and English fairly well. Yeah, he he was raised in a Spanish household actually. Uh, we'll have a story about him later. Uh, the influx of miners made him uh, give up plenty of Ute lands, but he was always kind of friend to Whitey. But they, uh, the Utes were nice enough to these lost miners, and Uray invited him to stay with the Utes till spring. Right. Nice well, guy. First, yeah, first they just fed him. He was like, hey, guys, you know, you really um, I don't think it's a great idea that you're trying to cross the mountains in the middle of winter. <laughs> um, you see, our people uh, would never fucking try that. Um, and we live here. Um, so if you want, you can crash with us for, say, like three, four months. Uh, you're welcome to whatever. You know, you can take a share of the food and stuff, and then, then you'd be on your way in the springtime. How's that sound? Fuck no. Oh, yeah. uh, of course. Yeah, totally. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, how do you get on top of hey, this glacier? Hey, dumbass, how do you think we're supposed to beat other people to the gold and the silver and shit <laughs> if we sit here all fucking winter? Yeah, exactly. Look, dude, I just really don't want my kids getting mortified when they find your fucking rotten corpses in the woods. Well, actually, there's a degree of something like that that happens later. But, uh, oh, super. But, like, just notice how this is almost like a microcosm type of, like, the Klondike situation. Where, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Gotta get like, them all. Gotta get them Totally, down. yeah. You know, only so I was like, how do you get on top of this glacier? Like, uh, what? You, you, we don't. <laughs> hey, dumb fuck, no. <laughs> Go around. Uh, so uh, about a weekend, they learn that there's an Indian agency 80 miles to the east, and they want to make it for there. Actually, slightly closer was a cow camp, which the agency maintained in order to feed the Utes. Uh, it wasn't that far, but there's still three feet of snow in like, the mountains. Now, and, basically, they didn't want to stay with the actual Indians. They wanted to stay with the uh, white guys that are trying to control the Indians. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the Colorado Indian- has some pretty high elevations around this area yeah. too. So. so Indian agency meaning like the, the, it's the the government office that, that's that the, takes care of the res. It's running the res. Okay. Or, yeah. Okay. Usually has maybe an army detachment on it and like uh 
little uh, you know like supply where you go get your annuities and shit and perhaps a doctor wow perhaps wow school. these guys suck <laughs> <laughs> it's like hey you could stay with us man we yeah. got all kinds of food and shit like oh, fuck you yeah. i'm gonna go f- i don't eat your native foods <laughs> as as we'll find out like god damn it dude a lot of things that <laughs> no. probably were worse than what i'd rather go hang out at the dmv yeah yeah fuck so February 2nd, Lot's Nizer and four others set out on foot. Uh, Packer tried to follow, but Lot drew his pistol on him, and he turned around. Hey, guys, can I come yeah. Fuck no. Hey, where are you going? <laughs> Get away. Uh, they carry a week's worth of food, they claim. Three weeks later, the cowboys at the cow camp hear a knock on their door. It was two strangers, all wasted to skin and bone. It was Lot's Nizer and Mike Burke. They told them that there was three others that they left behind. So the cowboys went out in the snow and fed the three men huddled around a fire. Uh, more dead than alive, but at least they were saved. Uh, what these guys didn't know, that days after they left, so did another party. Dun, dun, dun. Led by Packer. Oh, shit. He, he got kicked off the A-team, who didn't... It was, turns out the A-team wasn't very good at it either. Nope. But, I mean, he got kicked off, so he built his own fucking team. Mm-hmm. So Packer and five other men uh, left and follow Lot's trail. Yure uh, begged him not to leave, but gave him directions as best as he could, which drawing lines in the snow. I'm just picturing the big sigh, just the oh, fuck. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'm imagining it like a heist, like a heist movie, or at least this is the way Packer tells the story. Where he's like, "I got a contortionist, I got an explosives expert, I got a fucking parachuter, and a is Israel Swan, expert yeah. marksman, <laughs> right, totally, <laughs> whatever his fuck name is, Bill." Uh, expert Woodhawk. That's right. This man can blend in, disappear. You'll never see him again. He could be anyone. So by the second day, the snow was too deep for their horses, so they leave him behind. Actually, McGrew goes back at this time and goes back to the Utes, like, so hey, he survives. Hey, considered your kind offer, and I'd like to uh, become part of the group. Yeah. Here's your horse skis. See you later. <laughs> and fast forward, uh, brought another almost... Two or three months, uh, actually late March or April, a small party of Utes come upon a white guy eating something around a campfire. When the white guy saw the Utes, he chucked whatever he was eating into the river. Oh, oh almost like he was... Um, hiding evidence? Hiding evidence. <laughs> <laughs> Later, it washed up on the riverbank, and it was a human arm. Missing dun, dun, dun. Hunks of flesh off of it. Fuck. April 16th, 1874, Alonzo Hartman. He was one of the Los Pinos Aid- Indian Agency employees. He was also Doesn't Los re- Pinos just mean the pines. Mm-hmm. He's also related to Daniel Boone, like that matters. But no. I just put as that we in. said, everybody was related everybody to everybody was, at this yeah. point. So uh, he noticed a man coming down the creek. He was carrying a rifle and a coffee pot, which he kept hot coals in to start a fire. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, when you don't have matches or flint, that's it's better than rubbing sticks together and sure. shit in the wet snow. Like that's how you. God, do I just it. hope the. Keep, always, you gotta, you always, gotta keep stoking it. I was gonna say, I always just just hope that fucking coffee pot doesn't like like swing on a you know like yeah. carabiner on your backpack and s- stick against no, you your gotta, fucking. You gotta kind of like carry it like a lantern. <laughs> oh, God. And I'm pretty sure you know in these days like straps for your rifle weren't common either, so it's like rifle in one hand, coffee pot in the other. <laughs> but uh, you know that that way of uh, keeping fires going that's a very time honored. That's from like prehistory. You, oh okay. You've taken uh, a lot of times you could take and. Uh, 
coil up some bark and stuff some grass and shit in there and you just keep an ember going in there and it's somebody's job to carry it and you gotta keep blowing on it and keep it going and keep it fed with keep grass until you get to the next yeah keep her of the flame that's you know Damn. Well, what do you? It's kind of like the running of the fucking torch for the Olympics. Is, sure, sure. I'm sure derived somewhat from from the that. same thing. Probably, yeah. Yeah. God, what a bullshit job that would be. <laughs> I I almost rather pick up fucking cow shit. Actually, a good way to do it sometimes. Actually, I was going to say this is with buffalo shit, or uh, if you get some of these uh, conch style mushrooms, like the ones that grow on the side of the trees that mm-hmm. are real hard. Yeah. Some of those are exceptionally good at holding a ember. So you could get one cool. of those going on fire, and all you got to do is kind of carry that in your hand and give her a little blow every once in a while. So that's ways to do it. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are the ones that uh, Ace Ventura plays drums on in uh, Call of uh, When Nature Calls, right? I don't remember that part. Of, uh, <laughs> we love you, Dark Continent. Good night. <laughs> I can only remember uh, the, what the thing of the, the climbing bat, out the asshole of the, the climbing rhino. out the asshole of the rhino, the uh, parking the Land Rover by rolling it horrendously. Oh yeah, yeah. And then the the, the freak out about the bat, and then the spear in both legs. Oh yeah, Bumblebee tuna. Bumblebee tuna. It's a lovely room of death. Uh, so this guy's beard and uh, was, uh, were wild, and he had long hair and matted, and he asked if this and was... As, the, as I look around the room, that's... That's all we have. <laughs> <laughs> he asked the guy, is this the Indian agency? And Hartman noticed this guy was missing two front teeth, too. Oh, shit, it's the toothless truther. hmm <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Uh, Hartman asked him where he came from and where he was going, but the man didn't want to answer. Where did you go? Uh, Assuming that he was hungry, Hartman hustled him into the mess hall. So this is Packer, obviously, what yeah. we were talking about. His story that is that he left Chief Ure's camp two months earlier, and he became snow blind and foot sore. When he probably said, oh, me and Indians kicked me out of their camp. I wanted to stay until the spring, but they wouldn't give me food. So. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure there was some degree of that shit. Yeah. <laughs> also didn't have any bacon to rub in his eye oh, yeah. his fucking bird eyes. <laughs> no shit. So the story is uh, that his friend left him in camp with few provisions to go find the agency, and they didn't come back for him, so he walked out on his own, mm-hmm. which didn't last long because the other miners who were smart enough to stay with Ure the whole winter, they left on April 2nd. Oh, wait, before you get to that, like when they took him to the medicine hall and gave him food, he immediately barfed it up. <laughs> And he blamed it He blamed it on, uh, like, oh, I've been so malnourished, you know, my digestion has changed. And then they gave him, like, whiskey, and then he started, like, talking. What? was part of the deal. The fuck? Well, it can it can happen. If you just eat nothing but human flesh, you can't hold down any if other kind of food? Yeah, if you already probably still have some in your stomach, even. Or, you know, I, I don't know, but I don't know. That was what a de- That was a detail of my research. Product. Weird. Vegetables. Yeah. It's going to be that guy over there. Yeah. Yep, so uh, he quickly well, changes his story because later hours later, the other miners show up. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Uh, I gotta go. <laughs> yep, exactly. Uh, so Nutter asked him where the rest of the men were. Oh, especially it's Nutter. Oh, the other, like, his biggest fan along with, uh, what's the other guy, like? Uh, uh, Lots and Heiser. Lots and Heiser, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Packer said, oh, I don't know where they are. <clears throat> <laughs> like, oh, hello. Cartoonish, no, that's not me. Cartoonishly burps up like a finger yeah, bone. Right. <laughs> uh, so Packer and the rest just stay a short time at the Indian agency there. Packer just announced that he was 
Tired of Colorado and wish to return home to Pennsylvania? <laughs> Shit, I would be too. This has grown tiresome. <laughs> uh, he claimed to be broke and he sold his rifle to a guy at the agency. For the equivalent of about $200. Maybe it was $10 back then, but yeah. about $200. So Pack and the other men go to the nearest town, which was 45 miles to Swatch. Swatch? Yeah. Swatch. Wow. Like, that's where they make companies the, the older than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually spelled S A G U A C H E. So that's going to be like a Ute word or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's even a shortened Ute, Ute word for like blue water or something like that. But it's pronounced Swatch. Don't ask me. This is, and Uray's got a town in Colorado named after him too. It's, and it's O U. Oh, it's Ure, but it's like O U G H seven apostrophe something like that. Umlauts, umlauts. It doesn't. It doesn't. And then it's uh, located on the Uncompahgre mm. plateau, which is impossible to pronounce too. So, good stuff. Yep. Uh, there in Swatch, Packer went to Larry Dolan's saloon. Dolan seemed to like him because Packer had a lot of money to spend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though he claimed to be broke, he stayed at the bar for two weeks drinking. But some attentive n- people noticed he didn't always use the same wallet. In fact, mm-hmm. he seemed to have several wallets. Oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he spends $100 there. That's $2,000 in today's money. Jesus Christ. Well, he got a room there, and he would just sit there and drink all fucking day. Whoa. Mm-hmm. So he would eat peaches and oysters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Good combination. I just, I'm imagining them together in the same bowl. Yeah. New Ben and Jerry's peaches and oysters. <laughs> it's Pit, like uh, pits and shells, <laughs> pineapple and cottage cheese. Yeah, Nixon. <laughs> so Dolan listened to Packer's story of his death march in the mountains. Uh, for almost starving, he didn't look half bad. Uh, <laughs> in fact, some people described his face as what, like not bloated, but uh, Robert Zadar-like. Like, yep. Yes, like <laughs> cherubic. Yeah. <laughs> Got that nice. Cannibalism glow about your cheeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like just I've uh fucking <laughs> eaten the souls of like five different people. Yeah, and- yeah. <laughs> mm. Uh Packer also told uh, Dolan that he could lend him three hundred dollars if he needed it. That's nice of him. But eventually Packer got nervous from Nutter and everybody else talking shit about him. Sharpening their knives and staring balefully <laughs> across the barroom, <laughs> checking the uh cylinders on their pistols. Mm-hmm. So he goes to Otto Mears' store in town, the town founder. I would like to buy some things to get the fuck out of here, please. Yep. Uh, Mears heard rumor that Packer spent some time in jail for passing counterfeit bills. Oh. So he hands one back. That's obviously counterfeit, but so, Packer didn't know that. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> so Packer reaches into his other wallet and hands him a good, good $10 bill. Oh, wait, bill. this is my play wallet for my theater troupe. I have... <laughs> Don't go anywhere. How the West was fucked will be right back. Come on down to Liver Eatin' Johnson's Oregon Trail Restaurant for the tastiest cuts of flesh. We got cruel liver surprise special every Sunday for $8.99. We got Sioux Hearts for $10.99. We got Cheyenne Pudenda for $11.99. Kids eat free if they're still alive. If not, we'll buy them carcasses. So, come on down to Liver Eatin' Johnson's Oregon Trail Restaurant, where we spell Oregon O-R-G-A-N. May 1st, 1874, General Charles Adams stopped at Swatch on his way back to the Indian Agency. 
He's the head of the agency. Uh, they were having breakfast at Otto Mir's house. Packer came in and joined him. Uninvited? Probably. Because nobody likes you. I'm no, he's, so hungry, Burr. He's like, fucking Kimmy Gibbler. He just shit, like yeah. opens the door and walks in. Hey, guys. The crowd starts laughing. Well, he's like, I'm starving. He's got like oysters and peaches <laughs> just hanging out of his beard. And just a bunch of fake money bursting from all his pockets and shit. So he joins them and regales them with the story of survival. But then Adam suggests that they actually go look for the five men that hadn't come in yet. Yeah. And then they ask Packer to be the guide. <laughs> Ride out and show us the place. What the fuck? <laughs> you like rob a bank and then you join the vigilance committee to go find the guy that robbed the well, bank. They, they very, they very literally do that shit in fucking Deadwood. Like the, you know, the whole family that we don't come back to the camp. You know, they mm-hmm. have the guy that one of the guys that fucking murdered the family. Like lead him out there. God damn it! And then, and then they end up killing him when they get back to town because he's like, yeah. But this is oh, very, very much what Alfred's being set up to do. Yep. So Packer said, "Well, I spent all my money and I need to go find work." <laughs> and Adam said he'd pay him to guide him yeah. back there. I've got a job for you. So <laughs> Packer finally so agrees. Pal. <laughs> uh, halfway to uh, the agency back from Swatch, uh, uh, Packer, along with Mears and uh, Adams, they run into George Tracy, who is one of the miners who stayed with uh, Ure. Uh, Packer talked with him. Uh, Tracy asked about the others again. Hey, how's my friend uh, Israel Swan? Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, isn't that Israel Swan? Oh, wait, he sold the rifle. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, this time, Packer said that old Swan had died. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they got to First Los... true thing you said today. <laughs> uh, when they get to Los Pinos, other miners were there. Uh, they wasted no time accusing Packer of murdering their friends and asked that Packer be handled o- handed over to him so they can lynch him. But Adams refused. Law and order every time. So Adams took Packer into his office and questioned him. Uh, where did you get all this money? First, he said he only had the $10. Then Adams reminded him of all the stuff that he just bought from Mears, who was along on the trip. Oh, yeah. oh, t- yeah. $10 in that, that wallet. Yeah, yeah, $10 at this time, you mean. Oh, I forgot how money worked, how it uh, diminishes when I spend it. Um <laughs> Then Packer remembered, oh, I borrowed money from the blacksmith in Swatch, who is an old family friend. So Adam sends an employee back to Swatch to check on the story. (laughs) (laughs) He's just digging his fucking hole so deep. So uh, well, I hope he remembers all the dumb stories. He's oh, telling he absolutely does not. He <laughs> he's already contradicted himself to like so many. Like the drunker he gets, the more the story oh, changes no. and shit. So they're waiting on the employee. Uh, Adams noticed Packer walk down to the creek and toss something in. Uh, just another arm. Just skipping no. stones, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so that was probably one of the uh, wallets because later they search him and and those two billfolds that he had on him were gone. Well, why wouldn't you just? Put all the money in one, one wallet. Uh, unless they were like, maybe they were just smaller in the 1800s. I don't know. Just put them in a, put your bills in a sack, in a hollow log outside of t- something <laughs> under your hat. You have a hat. Put it How in- is this guy not dead yet? That's what I'm I don't know. Because like, it seems like he should have been fucking murdered so long ago, <laughs> or just like died of incompetence. Well, that's the thing is, he's just one of these fucking parasitic, parasitic little shits that just like, okay. It's picture uh what uh the mummy, what's that guy, Benny? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if it ain't my little buddy Benny. I think I'll kill you. <laughs> think of my children. You don't have any children. 
someday I might. Shut up. It's, he's fucking Benny. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Except Just for, whatever he has to do to survive. Except for never does get his comeuppance. I don't think. Fucking God damn it. Maybe. <laughs> so, spoiler alert. Yep. Uh, he's actually still alive today. He lives in Florida. Yes. Mm-hmm. As they all do. Uh, <laughs> the next day, the employee returned from Swatch, and Adams called Packard in his office. The, the blacksmith said that he didn't loan him any money. And finally, Packer breaks down crying and blubbering, and he tells <laughs> tells another story. He is Benny. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, so his uh, new story is that the party left Uray's and ran out of food almost instantly. Because I ate it all. He didn't add. <laughs> uh, ten days after leaving, the 60-year-old Israel Swan died of starvation. Almost immediately, the others roasted him. While, while, he, while, while Packer was out innocently gathering firewood, yep. he, he came back to find them already... Butchering the and guy. I, and I said, hey, that's not cool, yeah. man. <laughs> what would Jesus say about that? Uh, so they set out again, and about four or five more days, James Humphrey collapsed and died, so they ate him too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Packard confessed that he did take $133 from him. Well, they, they, like I guess that, that was the thing, is they gave him Israel's rifle, and they split up whatever money Israel... Like, basically, each time somebody dies, they keep on divvying up the right. money. So now all that were left were Shannon Bell, George California Noon, Frank Reddy Miller, he was the butcher. Yep. As, and a few days later, Packer said he was getting firewood again. Uh, <laughs> when he returned, Bell and Noon had killed Miller, who had been rheumatismed and slowing down the party. See, they're just putting everybody out of their misery. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So they eat uh, eat the butcher with his own knife. Yeah. Also, you, irony. You know, you know, it's kind of horseshit because, like, the, especially him, just like, oh, I went off to go collect firewood. Yeah. Because if you ever was, go to collect firewood, you're a fucking dead man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, a few days later, uh, Bell shot uh, California noon there, and they ate him up. They made a compact not to kill each other, so they're down to the last two guys, uh, Bell and Packer. If you can't Packer. Tr- trust either of these guys, who can you trust? <laughs> Uh, that didn't last long. Packer said Bell swung his gun at him. It missed and broke as a stock off. fucking shooting him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Packer took his rifle and shot and killed Bell. And Packer ate Bell. And then two weeks later, he reached the Indian agency. So this is his first attempt at, at, at telling a, a, story. a, a truth, truth-ish. Mm-hmm. Truth-ish. <laughs> it's still very far from, as I can ascertain the truth, but yeah, sure. Guaranteed. Uh, Adams had Packer retell the story to Mears and the other miners that were still at the agency. Uh, Adams believed his story, though, but Nutter and the other miners didn't believe it, though. Uh, friends of Bell said that he would never kill anybody. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah, it's probably true under normal circumstances. But Yeah. Uh, they decided to go back to the last camp, and if Bell's body was there with a broken rifle, they would believe Packer. Seems reasonable. Mm-hmm. CSI. When they got close to Lake uh, San Cristobal, where the camp was, uh, Packer suddenly got lost. Where Packer said the camp was. Mm-hmm. And refused to go further and said, if you are satisfied, I killed these men. Why don't you go find them? So he said, just go look for them yeah. yourself. Go wander out into those woods by yourselves. Huh? I'm going to. Yeah. So they sent Packer back to the Los Pinos under guard and was turned over to the sheriff at Swatch. Well, didn't he, isn't, isn't that where he went after the guy with a knife too? I thought it was the first search party that they did that. Oh, yeah. Because, like, yeah, like, he just, what really got him kicked out of the group is, uh, he tried to stab one of the guys in the party with a large knife. 
and got caught in the act. And because uh, <laughs> you know, it course, was the, the butcher knife of the butcher. Yeah. Oh, Miller. Jesus Christ. <laughs> trying to like, look, man, I'm not a fucking cold-blooded <laughs> killer. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, well, plus, you know, they thought. Fucking he, joke, man. You know, they, they sent him out with no weapons because they were suspicious of him. But right. he had that fucking thing hidden on him because, of course, it's like, you know, jail in the 1800s. As yeah. we'll also talk about shortly. You know, oh, we can't pat anybody down. You know, yeah. we like, just take off his gun belt. That'll be fine. Remove the shotgun from his hands. Don't check his boot or anything. <laughs> so another and the other miners, uh, they found Packer's camp, but they found no broken rifle and found no bodies at that one. They even drained the lake by destroying a beaver dam and searched it. <laughs> Jesus so this Christ. is a couple of weeks they're out looking for, for the bodies. We actually talked about, like... Uh, in preparation for the one we were supposed to do today that we couldn't because it was one that Will had oh, to be one, one of the lost. But I, w- I went back and listened to Joe Meek, and I forgot about when they, like, lose their traps. That somehow, sometimes how they do it is just destroy a beaver dam, then walk out to the lodge and just crack it open by hand and club beavers. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So Packer's in jail now, uh, but the story gets out. Well, the jail is a cabin. Cabin. Again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In the Rocky Mountain News, they printed a story that said, quote, Packer acknowledged they had grown quite fond of human flesh and coolly said that he found the breasts of a man the sweetest meat that he ever tasted. So this is some, already some Fox Fuck News that, bullshit. That, 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 che- titty guy. That, that checks out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so no one knows for sure who found the bodies. There's a couple of stories, but August 28th, so this is later in the summer. The Rocky Mountain News reported that a prospector, uh, C.H. Graham, two weeks earlier had found the bodies on the south branch of the Gunnison River, and the bodies were cut up and mutilated. But one of the bodies did have a, a gunshot wound in the in the stomach. The prospector, though. not the Harper's Weekly illustrator guy? Uh, well, he comes there later. Oh, see, mine, I, I, they, my, my research did not indicate the prospector at all. It just started out with the Harper's Illust- uh, Harper's. Oh, but yeah, you're right. Most, most There's two different stories. Uh, this story is one that said Graham was eating with two others sitting around a campfire when a dog came up with a bone, and then they looked at it and it was a human arm. <laughs> oh, it's like uh, like that the burbs that fucking mm-hmm. uh-huh. the, the dog digs up that fucking femur. It's like yeah, it's a bone, it's a femur bone. So that's probably why I included that story because it's a it's a better story. But you're right, most historians credit uh, the discovery to John A. Randolph, who is an artist on assignment for Harper's Weekly. Yeah. So he was an illustrator. So there's a a picture of this, which I'm trying to find. Whoa! Wait. So did he actually go out looking for this shit, or he kind of just happened 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 upon it? it? Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ! What was his name? John. What? John A. Randolph. But it's a cheery picture. Oh, that's great. But he was hiking two miles north of the lake and found the bodies. There's a miner camp nearby, and Randolph went for him to help. Seemed like the bodies were struck in the head with a hatchet. Ooh. You'll note, Holy I'm, I'm showing telling you the illustration, you will note that the bodies are also seem to be laying in bedrolls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn, dude. That's fucking, that looks like, you throw like an unreadable uh, band band name in there, and it's that's, that's a fucking album cover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now this place is known as Dead Man's Gulch. I think there's a lot of Dead Man's stuff. Yeah, it's, like, it's like, like Green River. There's, there's one in every county. Yep. So, Grahams actually shows up at Nutter's and McGrew's camp and told him of the discovery. So, Nutter went to see. Uh, four of the bodies seemed to have hatchet wounds in the head. Uh, the fifth one was missing a head, but seemed to have been shot. Uh, the headless one was Frank Miller. Uh, the others uh, still could be identified, though, and they're, even though they're missing yeah. quite a bit of flesh. Well, and like... Uh... 
Well, because I know the one guy had a red beard, and it still clearly from the illustration, you know, still had the beard. Yeah, and like, yeah, you could distinguish their facial features, even though they're fucked up and yeah, know, they dried out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're buried up on a plateau, and now named Cannibal Plateau. <laughs> Just above Deadman's Gulch. Ooh, so that's if you a good want to place to go up. elope. Mm-hmm. Cannibal Plateau above Deadman's Gulch. <laughs> just fucking tight. Airbnb. Yeah, lighting. right. <laughs> so remember that for the end of the story, too. Uh, so the story kind of spreads throughout the country. By September 9th, though, the story was kind of out of date because Packer had escaped the Swatch Jail. Probably with some assistance, mm-hmm. apparently. But the truth didn't come out until much later. Uh, but Packer was basically let go, uh, let out by the two town founders, Otto Mears and John Lawrence. They didn't want him to get lynched because it would be bad for their civic reputation. Or it'll, what? Fu- it'll fuck up the tourism industry yeah, yeah. Of, of Dead Man's Gulch. <laughs> same, re- same reason they didn't close the fucking beaches on Amity Island. Yeah, like. totally. <laughs> uh, my book said it, it cost them 4 to $5 a week to keep Packer there. And, yeah, and they didn't like Packer. And they didn't have any evidence that the men were dead at the time they let him out. <laughs> There's no um, evidence now, you motherfuckers. Yep. So the sheriff was out of town, uh, so Mears and Lawrence gave him provisions and turned him loose, basically, because they didn't have money for the county. <laughs> like, all this could have been <laughs> saved by a simple and efficient like piece of rope with, yeah, and no m- Mr. Nutter. Like... <laughs> But two days after they let him loose, that's when they find the bodies. So oh, we done goofed. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> the fucking sheriff throws his cowboy hat on the ground. You some bitch. Look at look at these big old holes in their skulls <laughs> that are clearly from natural causes. So uh, the families of the uh, victims would put together like a five thousand dollar bounty. Jesus. So everybody kind of became a man hunter at the time. Uh, sightings would be reported for years and years, but... Well, I'm sure that be, probably in that area would become like kind of like a boogeyman story. It's like, don't go out after midnight, right. children, or the mm-hmm. Alfred Packer will eat your arm. Yeah, right. <laughs> Turns into a Kaiser Soze. Yeah. So in 1879, uh, they spot a man who looked like Packer in Wickenburg, Arizona. And immediately lynched him. But he disappeared before the law Damn. got there. Poof. Uh, a year later in 1875, not a year after in 1879, but a year after they... Anyway, Miller's head was found a mile from Dead Men's Gulch. Oh, good. Oh, that's lucky. No explanation how it got that far away. It rolled, clearly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, fast forward to Fort Fetterman. That's near Douglas, Wyoming, home of the Jackalopes. Uh, it was built a year after Fetterman died at Fort Phil Kearney. Uh, basically, it was a hardship post. In 1873, four soldiers shot off their trigger fingers just to get out of serving there. <laughs> I'd love to be here, but I can't even shoot a gun. Yeah. Aren't you? Aren't you left-handed? <laughs> uh, oh no! Not again! Call me Mister. <laughs> <laughs> Call me Mister. No fingers. Yeah. So it was abandoned in 1882. Uh, right after that, squatters move in with saloons and bordellos. Uh, the most notorious of that was called the Hog Ranch. That's where you go get go get laid at the Hog Ranch. That mm. sounds sanitary. <laughs> <laughs> so in January 1883, so this is almost, what, 10 years after the fact, mm-hmm. uh, Sheriff Malcolm Campbell, he was about to eat supper when the waiter from the town's only hotel comes rushing in, terrified. He said a drunken prospector pulled a gun on him. Uh, he told him he was going to shoot him because he was late bringing the man a glass of water, which is reasonable. Yeah. 
Uh, Campbell goes to the hotel and saw the man with a gun shoved down the front of his pants. And it might be that guy. It'd be great if he just walked up, cocked it, and pulled the trigger. And... <laughs> uh, so he, uh, he arrests him, but uh, the waiter decided not to press charges. But Campbell lets the guy out. But he remembered the look the guy gave him, like he would butcher any man and, that and would cross eat, him. And then eat his salty, tangy flesh. Mm-hmm. Mm. So he remembers him for later. Uh, also in 1883, a guy named John Frenchy Cabazon. <laughs> yep. He was a member of the prospecting party that was led by Packer. He was working as a peddler, so he would load up in Cheyenne and drive his goods to Fort Fetterman, stopping along ranches along the way, selling his stuff. In March, he stopped at a roadhouse run by John Brown. No, not the John Brown. No, no. he's long dead, but we can pretend. Uh, he was getting ready for- since so many people named their kids after John Brown. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true, yeah. So he's getting ready for bed at the uh, the roadhouse there. Uh, next next room, here's a high, distinctive voice. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hi, guys. Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> what you doing, boy? Don't you guys look tasty? I mean, look healthy. <laughs> so he goes check it out. Uh, Cabazon saw a fellow with the name uh, of John Swartz. Who's missing parts of two fingers? Uh oh! And wore crudely fashioned false teeth, covering up the two missing front awesome. teeth. Ooh, Just got a couple couple chiclets shoved in there. <laughs> <laughs> so he had no doubt who he was looking at. It was Packer, obviously, but Swartz uh, or Packer seemed not to recognize him. And, and Swartz asked for some baking powder at the time. Next time he came through, and he goes to bed. What? It's a weird thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But the next day, uh, Cabazon goes straight to the sheriff, Campbell there. He said Swartz was no longer or no other than Alfred Packer, and Campbell wired Laramie for instructions. A week later, they get back to him and say, well, go arrest him. (laughs) God damn it, dude. Just take some fucking initiative, somebody. So Campbell found out that Swartz, or Packer, left Fort Fetterman, but was 30 miles west on Wagon Hound Creek. Wagon Hound, huh? That's like the most fucking uh, i don't know like the it's it's not like dead man's gulch or the dead horse trail or fucking whatever wagon hound to me sounds like if there if there had been such a thing as like you know prairie schooner races it'd be like <laughs> it, like if you're a drag race guy like you're a a wagon hound yeah, yeah, I'm, a, I'm a fucking wagon hound baby like, like <laughs> instead of like a, a motorhead or a gearhead like yeah, a totally fucking wagon hound yeah, yeah. blistering fast <laughs> over one mile an hour <laughs> i got Four four hitch of oxen, you know, so that's what that would make this eight oxen power. This yeah. baby really screams low tor- low end torque. Not really, uh, not really that high of a top speed, but low end torque. Nitro burning fucking oxen. <laughs> just, just get them drunk as fuck. I just feed them habaneros and fucking tiswin and fucking. <laughs> so Campbell goes to the cabin and uh, Packer walks out. And Campbell drew his weapon and said, "What are you fellows fooling about?" But uh, Packer starts to go to his waist like he was going for a gun. Shoot him. <laughs> oh, this is why he wanted the baking powder. He's going to pull a Frank Ducks and just <laughs> like, throw, throw, the, throw the shit in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then Campbell has him throw up his hands. But uh, Packer turns out to be unarmed, though. Oh. And he, of course, he's bragging. This is the first time in 20 years I didn't have my gun or I would have shot you. Oh, God. Shot yeah. you. Well, you just don't know when to quit. Fucking... Mm-hmm. <sighs> You, you, you'd totally be fucking dead if I would have you're, a gun on me. You're a fucking cheater. <laughs> so they take him to Cheyenne first, and the townspeople kind of showed up along the way to see the cannibal. Yep, and probably 
taking ropes and twisting them, <laughs> testing their tensile strength. And, uh, Packer claims not to know why he was arrested. Then he, then he lets out a Freudian slip. He said, uh, I plead guilty of the crime I'm accused of. And then the newspaper guy goes, what? It's like, oh, I mean, I'm innocent of the crime I'm accused of. <laughs> <laughs> he can't. He can't even lie properly. <laughs> what a fucking asshole, oh, dude! Fucking. Oh, I love it. It'd been better if he was just like, I didn't eat anybody. You ate somebody. Yeah, yeah. We didn't say shit, man. <laughs> what the fuck you talking about? <laughs> you did what now? <laughs> so his picture was taken in Cheyenne and sold by the portrait taker there. Ooh, cool. Gotta Some love that. Get your souvenirs. Then he was taken in Denver and handed over to the authorities there. Um, he was put on the train to Denver. Uh, there he was greeted by General Adams again, who just got back from Bolivia, where he was uh, like a diplomat too. Um, he got a uh, he got that appointment after settling the Ute relocation after the Meeker massacre in 1879, which we shouldn't talk too much about because I just finished with that story. Because I which don't we'll know do shit soon. about it yet, though, so we can't do it yet. But there was a massacre. <laughs> there was a massacre. <laughs> so on the train, Packer agrees to tell Adams the real truth. If he would protect him from the waiting mob in Denver, that would probably lynch him. He would do that when he was safely behind bars. Uh, there was a mob waiting for him in Denver, but they didn't want to lynch him. They just basically wanted to look at him. Yep. <laughs> he's got like a silver sharpie and he's like signing fucking headshots. He's Mickey Mallory Knox. <laughs> yeah. So basically, he walks out of the train, and the crowd recoiled like he was a poisonous reptile. <laughs> so in the jail, Packer made his second confession, with Adams writing it down again. So this story was... Hey, what's your line of bullshit this time? <laughs> uh, Packer said by the fourth day, they were out of food, and they camped at the lake. Packer said he went out to look for food, and when he came back, Bell, who was acting crazy all morning, was roasting the leg of Miller, the butcher, his head chopped with a hatchet. And the other men were lying about camp, also dead, and chopped in the head. Uh, Bell saw Packer and charged at him with a hatchet, and Packer shot him in the belly. Uh, he fell, and Packer grabbed the hatchet and hit him in the head again. Just to, I don't know why you would do that. Uh, basically, everybody was hit in the head. Double, D double tap, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, he said he made camp there for a while, but, uh, but the snow was too deep to walk out. Uh, he took their money, about $70 in total, which was a lie because he spent yeah, he had like hundreds of dollars. Yeah. Yep. So this story was taken down and notarized, and he signed it like he usually did in the first decades, decades of his life. Alfred Packer. Alfred, not Alfred. Mm -hmm. So he doesn't... Just because somebody makes a mistake with a tattoo, and then you're stuck with it for yeah, the rest right? of your life. Did he explain why uh, where, where the fucking head went for that one dude? Uh, no. Probably <laughs> sold it. Actually, I like to think it was carried up like a squirrel and turned, That's in, kind of and what I was turned into a nice little house. Dead, well, you know how they put the ball of leaves up in the tree? Yeah, yeah. Just like made it yeah. in that. Just to ho hollow it, it out? In and out of the eye socket all winter long. Well, he hollowed it out and then he got married to his like like lady squirrel and then uh, they, they made a happy little home out of it. And yeah. Had a whole fucking like, you know, I Love Lucy sitcom right. life in a head. <laughs> That's right. That's how you do. <laughs> so basically the letter was given to the press. Uh, the paper said he was lying like he was lying before and was responsible for all the deaths. Um, the papers, for good measure, also blamed Packer for all the other unsolved murders in the area. Fuck it, why not? Mm -hmm. Now it sounds like the 1800s. <laughs> uh, summer of 1874, shortly after the bodies were found by the lake, uh, a few miles away, a major silver strike was found. 
Enos Throop Hotchkiss found it. <laughs> so many fucking rad alien names in the 1800s. Uh, he was taking a break from surveying a road for auto mirrors. Uh, so mirrors plotted out a town site, and he finds another t- uh, town, and by fall it had 1,500 people in it. Holy shit. And that is now Lake City, Colorado. Uh, that's where Packer would have his trial in 1883. Uh, the year before, the jail was broken into and the prisoners were lynched. Who the fuck breaks into prison? You're supposed to be Wait, breaking well, out, they're bro. Tr- they're trying to do the purge. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so they decide to keep Packer and Gunnison, which had a better jail, or, or a jail. <laughs> actually, because they had a lynching the year before, so they went ahead and actually built a real jail. Yeah, it's like, damn it. Well, you know, it's like, you know, you buy flood insurance after the flood. Mm-hmm. So, Packer got four of the best lawyers in Gunnison of the 19 available. How? Why? <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Uh, one of the lawyers was named Alexander Gullet. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right down the gullet. <laughs> I um, guess I, we can figure out why he picked that guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in jail, uh, he was, uh, Packer was visited by Nathaniel Hunter. Three hey, I was just going to say, dude. <laughs> Uh, this is a guy you met at the Los Pinos agency when he staggered in. Uh, Packer suggests that the two of them go into a saloon business together after he got gets out. <laughs> Dude, when I get out of here, when I get, when I get off from this crime that I already like told them that I committed, we should open a bar. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. We'll, we'll call it the man eater. <laughs> exactly, because that's what he said. He'll, we'll put up a sign that said the place is run by Packer, the man eater, oh, which would fuck. bring in crowds. What the fuck? <laughs> He's probably the first like uh, death metal entrepreneur, I guess. Like, right. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Packer took the stand and didn't do himself any favors at the trial. He's a- in my defense, they were all feck fucking delicious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Also, I'm an idiot and a craven coward <laughs> and a thief. And he rambled on for two hours like a madman. Holy shit. Uh, fucking Alex Jones in the shit. I was going to say, they just let, they just stand, everybody just sat there and watched him fucking dig a, the hole even bigger. Just tight. Court stenographers just like, <laughs> yeah. I get paid by the word, <laughs> motherfucker. Uh, observers liken him to Charles Gateau, the um, guy who shot Garfield, who was a crazy guy. Okay. Uh, Nutter and uh, Lotzenheiser claimed Packer constantly talked about how much money each man had on the trip. Uh, the trial ended. It took the jury till the next day with the verdict of guilty. Holy fuck. No saloon for you, buddy. Uh, ju- the judge asked Packer to stand, and the judge asked him his age. Packer said 34, which is a lie because he was almost 40. I was going to say. <laughs> and uh, the judge asked, is your correct name Alfred Packer? And Packer said, yes, I had it tattooed on my arm when I was 13, which was another lie. He was already like 20 in, right. in the army. What the fuck, dude? And it was misspelled. <laughs> He's just like lying about he, the he, dumbest he, fucking shit. He cannot shit. help himself. No. He is one of these fucking just habitual, yeah. like. Um, no, you nailed it with Alex Jones. Like, yeah, <laughs> just fucking exactly what he is. I was like, I'm trying not to just lie. I mean, it's, yeah. Uh... The newspaper printed a story that the judge had steam coming out of his ears when he pronounced a verdict, but he actually, in reality, gave a real measured, thoughtful speech. And at the end, it was just a cloud of cigar smoke that the judge was. (laughs) And uh, he pronounced a death sentence and hung to the neck till you're dead, 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 like they always do. Yep. Uh, Most of the papers hurrahed the decision. 
Uh, in Lake City, they go about building the gallows. Uh, they sent away to Denver for a special pre-made noose, so they're getting ready. Pre-made noose? Mm-hmm. Oh, God, you got to outsource everything, huh? I know. <laughs> they want to get our goddamn yeah. jobs over yeah. the border. Yeah. <laughs> Guatemala, bullshit. I want a Texas noose. Uh, formal invitations were sent out. Probably nice calligraphy. Save the date. Save the date. <laughs> you are invited. For the hanging of Alfred. Not Alfred. They, no. they went by the tattoo? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. A drunken minor was also arrested and is going to be put in the, in the same cell as Packer. Oh, just th- a 12-year-old? Oh, I thought they were going to use him as like the opening act. Like, well, <laughs> what do we got? We got we can't just do the main event all at once. We've got to have some preamble. Uh, what do we got? What do we got? Uh, drunken minor. Cool. Yeah, like, right. uh, you, ooh, you're so evil drunk. Uh, you hang to the neck by dead, 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 dead. Okay, good. <laughs> Solved. I thought they were going to make him do stand-up for 45 yeah. minutes before <laughs> fucking they hang the dude. Well, like the gong show only. Yeah, with totally. With a more definitive ending. Show me what you got. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the drunken miner was going to be put in the same cell what as Packer. With the drunken miner, and you? he began shouting, I ain't going to sleep in the same cell as a man-eater. Yeah. And what Packer woke up and said, dry out, damn you, or I'll chew you up. <laughs> God. <laughs> but uh, two weeks away from the date of the hanging, Packer's lawyer Aaron Himes was working on getting him off. God damn it. Because earlier precedents had been set where decisions were uh, changed based upon if the crimes were committed before Colorado became a state. Oh, fuck you. And the death penalty would not be applied. What the fuck? And Packer got a state of execution for the moment. Dude, just fucking why Why? Why wait two weeks? Just because just nobody fuck bothered, right now. bothered to you know, fix the law when it first came wow. into existence. All right, so this episode's getting a little long in the tooth, and we will just pick up next week where we left off. Sweet. Pinch I it off. Long turd. Yes. Can't fucking it's believe that there's actually a whole episode more of this guy's story. But. Yeah, because this guy should have been hung, like, immediately. <laughs> like, <laughs> Fuck. But instead, it turns into fucking law and order Victorian era and... Oh. Fuck. All right, well, let's go out the way this guy should have gone out in a hail. Of cannibal fire. What, what is that? You spit teeth at somebody. Awesome. Like Superman. Sick. 